You know, I got a news release the other day. $118 million by this foundation contributed so far in 20 years. They're celebrating 20 years. They supported 660 nonprofit partners working in Montana. 73% of the foundation's giving goes to nonprofits working in Montana. Pretty good numbers there. I want to look into that. This is the Gianforte Family Foundation, and yes, you'll recognize that name, but this foundation has been operating for 20 years. What's the impact? Catherine Conan is going to join us here from the foundation, and then also Caleb Perdue, who is Executive Director of the Community Leadership and Development Incorporated Organization out of Billings, an organization that has had an impact and can measure an impact of some of these foundation numbers. Hi there, I'm Tom Schultz, host of Voices of Montana, an issue-oriented newsmaker radio program heard weekdays on 18 radio stations with 27 signals all across the Treasure State. Thanks for clicking on the podcast. Please subscribe and we'll do our best to keep you connected. We're also on Facebook at Voices of Montana and on the internet at VoicesOfMontana.com where I'd love to hear from you. Contact me at Tom at VoicesOfMontana.com Every year, thousands of 4-H youth enroll in animal and crop science projects. They learn their subject while learning responsibility through the lens of safety. A culture of safety teaches youth risk assessment and responsible decision making, setting the foundation for a lifetime commitment to safety in all aspects of life. Montana State Fund congratulates all Montana 4-H member spotlight nominees and thanks youth volunteers for helping grow a safer Montana. For safety assessments and other agriculture safety resources, visit safemt.com. Let's welcome our first guest here as we talk about the Gianforte Family Foundation marking their 20th year in philanthropy. We'll see what that impact is. And the executive director of the Gianforte Family Foundation is Catherine Conan. Good morning, Catherine. How are you? Good morning, Tom. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Did you stay warm this weekend? <laughs> I tried. Yeah. I did okay. <laughs> well, when you get it, when you get a chance to give out, uh, you know, give out these gifts and these awards, that's kind of warming, isn't it? Always. Yep. Yeah. It's one of the best parts. And Caleb Perdue, also with us here, Executive Director of Community Leadership and Development Incorporated, that's CLDI in Billings. And uh, we'll talk about the impact that Gianforte Family uh, Foundation has had there. But first, a warm welcome to you, Caleb. How's it going? I'm doing well, Tom. I am staying warm. Uh, it's been a good morning so far. Thank you both for being here. Congratulations on 20 years. I, I note the impact here, $118 million contributed, 660-plus nonprofit partners affected. What's the purpose of the foundation? How's it work? Yeah, we're pretty excited to celebrate this. No, 20 years ago, Greg and Susan Gianforte started this foundation because they wanted to help people, and they wanted to help people in Montana. They wanted to see people flourish spiritually and economically, and that vision is still going strong today. We're being able to carry it out. I feel like every year gets better and better, honestly, because we keep meeting new nonprofit partners and seeing new ways to do this work really effectively. How's that affected you, Caleb? I mean, um, uh, tell us about your organization and then the impact that foundation dollars can can have. Yeah, so us at CLDI, we have been partnering with the Gianforte Foundation all the way back to 2012, and we have provided opportunities in a marginalized community in Billings, Montana called the South Side, and we do youth development, housing, addiction recovery, and so many more. But what the Gianforte Foundation has done for us is not just financial dollars, but they've also helped us build infrastructure. They've helped us build up a board. They've helped us with strategic planning. They've invested with us, not just financially, but as partners. What is it that you guys do, Community Leadership and Development Incorporated, to address 
as you noted, there's addiction, there's addiction recovery, there's housing issues. That, I mean, there's a lot of things that uh, that you have to deal with. Tell us more about CLDI. Yeah, as a Christian community development organization, we believe that we lean into the needs of the community. Most of my staff live in the community as well, so we don't just observe the need from the outside, but we try and we feel it as well, and so we try and implement solutions for it. So one of the huge needs in our community is housing right now. So we have 100 rental units in this little small neighborhood of Billings that are a high standing of standard of living at a low cost. So we have low-cost housing that if it's not to the standard that I would live in, then we don't rent it. We also do youth mentorship. Uh, we've seen some tragedies in our community with the youth, but we've also seen beautiful mentorship. Where we're investing day in and day out with kids. Uh, our addiction recovery is in sober living. We focus on reunification of women with their children in a sober living home where women can learn how to parent in sobriety and learn what it looks like to, to live a life sober. Catherine, um, it, it seems kind of obvious here when I ask this next question, but tell us more about this working relationship. Why is the Gianforte Family Foundation working with uh, CLDI? Well, if you think about our giving, we've kind of divided into three focus areas. We've got equipping Montanans, strengthening families, and restoring individuals. And all of this is listed on our website, too, but I'll just give you a quick flyover of them. Equipping Montanans, that's work that helps youth and low-income or at-risk individuals learn entrepreneurial skills or job skills training so that they can find a job that allows them to support themselves and contribute to their community and really provide meaningful work for them. We've done a lot of funding in that area. Strengthening families, that is typically work that helps families and vulnerable youth um, just get to a better place. So often it's material goods, but then we also focus on the relationship that comes after that and how can we help families, for example, that are homeless, find housing and find case management. How can we get to the root of the problem with at-risk youth? And a lot of that comes back to strengthening marriages and strengthening parenting. So we support organizations that work in that. Um, And then finally, restoring individuals. That's working with individuals that are struggling with substance abuse or perhaps survivors of trafficking or individuals that are exiting the justice system, you know, re-entering society. We want to help them um, find their purpose and really come back into the communities that they love and thrive. And so CLDI checks a lot of those yeah. boxes for us. That's what it looks like especially here. The, yeah, right. Especially the relationship part. You know, that is a huge thing for us is we want our partners to go beyond just material goods, but but develop relationships that can truly help create lasting change, and that we want those relationships just between us and our partners to be strong. So, for example, with CLDI, you know, we can we can call up Caleb, right, and we can brainstorm ideas on, you know, we've, we've noticed that this is a need. What do you think about this? Or is there a way we can help you with this? Or Caleb can call us and kind of, you know, shoot ideas back and forth on, on how we can help each other. It's, it's pretty excellent. Caleb, maybe you could follow up on that as well, because um, you, you have some goals out there you wanted to achieve. You check a lot of those boxes, equipping Montanans, strengthening families, parents, restoring individuals. How much does your, those goals get formed in relation to what you can accomplish in relation to the resources that you have available to you? 
Yeah, so resources are truly what kind of move the needle forward when you're talking about major housing projects or when you're talking about providing a safe space for women to live when they are trying to just begin this sober journey. Um, But it isn't just the financial resources that make the biggest difference. It really is the creativity and the investment of every individual of the community. And that's what I love about the Gianforte Foundation is they are trying to be Montanans helping Montanans. We have to be community members helping one another. If we were able to just throw money at things, then I think a lot more solutions would have come out. But it really is the creativity of, of people working together in partnerships and trying to invest time, energy, wisdom, prayer into some of these uh, and defining solutions for some of the, the difficult problems that Montanans face. In your approach to tackling some of the issues that you have tackled, what have you learned from a collaborative process with other organizations that has been employed with CLDI? Yeah, I think what we have learned is that we have to be able to know what lanes we run in. And one of the most beautiful partnerships that we've had that I know um, Gianforte is also really excited about is a partnership with the court system. Our sober living home works really well and really closely with the court system, knowing that we can't provide some of the avenues for people to uh, be invested in, be connected with, have oversight like the court can provide. But then what we can provide is a safe living space, sometimes some rides along the way, to court, and then even in those little taxi rides, as I call them, that our case managers take some of these women to the court, then we get to be the encourager. We get to have the deep relationship to say, just one more day, you can continue this for one more day. Uh, and Gianforte has really partnered with us, knowing that we're even a pilot uh, city in the court system for the ICWA court system. We have a, an ICWA drug court that I know Gianforte is really invested in and really connected to. So as we learn from one another, uh, from all different avenues, nonprofit, justice, public service, then we can run in our lanes that we know we're best at and let the partner do what they're best at. Yeah, and and Catherine, I imagine you want to respond to that as well, because um, as executive director of the foundation, you're probably interested in, in those lanes very specifically. How do you facilitate that creativity and that partnership amongst the different lanes? Yeah, well, we actually love connecting our partners with each other. That happens quite a bit. Sometimes a partner will come to us with an idea for a project that maybe isn't even a fit for our focus, but we can usually connect them with other nonprofits that are doing similar work, sometimes other funders where it would be a focus. But for the most part, we see ourselves not only as grant makers, but as huge connectors because we get to meet all of these nonprofits all around the state that are doing all different kinds of work but they can really support each other. I know like, like Caleb's and Billings, we do have investments with some treatment courts around the state to help them get started. Um, and then we continue to talk to them and see what are some gaps that maybe would be a bit for us to fill. It's the same way with uh, some of the, the rescue missions, right? In all the cities, we've got rescue missions that help individuals and families find shelter and have their immediate physical needs met, but then also develop relationships further. And there's usually other organizations in those cities that we also partner with that we can connect to help serve the individuals at those missions 
in other ways, whether it's treatment programs or recovery, support groups, or maybe parenting support. Um, we love being a connector, and that's one of the main things we do. From Montana for Montana, Voices of Montana, Tom Schultz alongside. And a pleasure to be speaking with Catherine Conan. She's executive director of the Gianforte Family Foundation, 20 years now in philanthropy and, and charitable giving. I very much appreciate that. One of their partners is Caleb Perdue, executive director of the it's CLDI and CLDIBillings.org for more information Community Leadership and Development Incorporated. Catherine and Caleb, thanks for being here. appreciate you, Caleb, sharing some of the impact, and I know there's more to share there. But, Catherine, you know, I look at some of these numbers, and they're impressive. $88 million contributed to Montana's nonprofit work, 2,700 grants over that time as well. And a good number here, too, is that 73% support to Montana nonprofit partners for their total foundation. Now, I know we'll talk about, uh, because our governor and first lady uh, formed this foundation years and years ago, and since then, having become governor and first lady, that that may, um, I don't know if that complicates things, but I think if we keep the main thing the main thing, it doesn't. But talk about that that tremendous impact there. Yeah. So 20 years, again, it's pretty exciting. I almost felt like it snuck up on us a little <laughs> bit. Um, but when you mentioned 73% of our giving in Montana, so that's over $88 million, specifically in Montana, of that $118 million. But I think even more notable is over the past few years, we actually are focusing more and more on Montana. That's kind of the heart of the foundation and what we want to do. So it's, it's more like 90%. Just over the past two years, you know, we've given away about $21.7 million, and of that, about 19 and a half has been in Montana, specifically for work here. Um, we just we just have a huge heart for the state and the people in the state, and there's so much, so many gifts here um, that people have, and we want to help help people discover those. What's it take to manage that? I mean, 2,700 grants, and you know, I suppose there's a a large mm-hmm. education process that goes along with that. Well, how does a foundation work? The nuts and bolts, yeah. right? <laughs> We're very lean. Um, we have there's four staff for the foundation. And we all work remotely in our homes. I'm sitting in my in my basement corner <laughs> right now at my desk. Is there a um, heater like 10 feet away? Is there a heater somewhere near? No, no? It's, it's six inches away. Okay, inches there you away, go. Right here. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> the, the leaner we can keep the operations of the foundation, the more money can go directly to nonprofits. So there's four of us. Um, we, again, uh, manage the grant making. Of course, the trustees help make the decisions on where the funding goes, but um, people start relationships with us by reaching out through the website or maybe through a partner that has directed them towards us. So we're, the four of us are just really accessible. That's one of our core values is that people can call us or email us. Even if you fill out the contact us form on the website, that truly goes to us staff directly. We usually get back to you within a couple of days. We respond to all of those. Whether it's a fit or not, we just love to learn about the work that's happening. And if it's not a fit and there's a connection we can make for you elsewhere, we'd love to do that. So that's pretty much the, the process for working with us. Caleb, I was going to ask you, how was that process? Caleb Perdue, again, executive director of uh, CLDI. How was that process? And, and when you make the ask, and, and this were, were, were other people can, can learn from this as well, were you afraid to make the big ask? What went into that for you? Yeah, I think it's always nerve-wracking to know that the big ask is large, but 
because every one of their staff is in Montana and they understand and they really want to get to know you as an organization and as an individual, it really softens the, those nerves. So I still remember um, hearing the story of uh, the previous executive director before me. <clears throat> it would have been one of the first major projects that we connected with Gianforte on. It's called uh, Catafugo Apartments. And it was our first big project. We were trying to impact housing really one house at a time. And this is the first opportunity for us to do a large-scale apartment building. And the project wasn't going to be a go unless we had a big investor, unless we had someone that was going to be a big partner. And so we made that Astrogy and Forte Foundation. And it was scary, I'm sure, for Eric. He, he talks about how big that ask was and, and knowing that it wouldn't be able to happen without partner a partner like Gianforte. And, and they were just so excited for us. It fit so well within what they were trying to, to do that it was just, it was an easy ask. It really was. They, they make it so easy just because they're so relational. They want to connect yeah. with relational organizations, and they are relational. Go ahead, Catherine. I, do, I still remember that phone call when we were able to tell them about the amount we were giving and, I mean, there were tears, <laughs> and I don't cry easily, or I didn't used to. <laughs> um, and but it was a it was a pretty exciting time, and I mean, just what a blessing to find a partner that you have so much faith in their leadership and trust in the work they're doing and alignment with what they're doing that you can do that. So, what was the number? Can I ask? Give me a range. Yeah. Oh, that was a million. That was a million. How did you then? Um, feed into that, Catherine. I mean, you look at a solid number there, you look at a proposal. How does the crew go to work on that? Well, the proposal that they put forth was actually for quite a bit less. And this isn't necessarily the norm. But in this Uh case, again, we've been working with them um, on a few projects before at a smaller scale. And we saw the need for this project that they were doing, the Cat of Hugo building. We trusted their leadership. And so we actually came back. um, And, you know, the trustee said, we love the work that they're doing. We want to support this in a bigger way. Let's give. And we could see what the gap was, right? How much money they needed to still raise. And so the trustee said, let's go back and they will support you at this level. And and um, so that was that was kind of the fun part. Yeah. <laughs> the phone call was, was a nice surprise for them and, and just so much joy. But the bigger part is, of course, that now that building's been built. Gosh, I don't know. How old is that building? Four or five years now, Caleb? We opened in 2016, I believe. 2017, yeah. Wow. So. Okay, yeah. And it's just serving so many. It's got a community center. It has some kind of business incubator space in the basement and then these efficiency apartments that are really available to people uh, that can't always find housing, but they need a place to get back on their feet. I, and I, I appreciate that story, too. And um, we're going to kind of run out of time here. And I, I do want to ask Catherine about... Um, and now, of course, this is 20 years in the foundation. And, and since then, um, you know, Greg Gianforte and Susan uh, have become our, our governor and first lady of the state of Montana. So, you know, how does how do you navigate that? I, people, I'm sure, are, are asking, you know, oh, OK, so grants, who decides? You know, is it all political nowadays? So how do you how do you navigate through that? Yeah, well, obviously, the Greg and Susan have had a heart for Montana since over 20 years. Right. And they've put their personal investment into it. Um, so that doesn't change. They continue to support Montana through the foundation, but it is completely separate from the political side. Obviously, a totally separate staff. And uh, it, it 
really hasn't changed our operations much at all because <laughs> their heart is the same. They want to help Montanans and and we as staff are able to carry that out. If people are looking for more information, it's GianforteFoundation.org and Catherine Conan, the executive director, and Caleb Purdue with uh, CLDI, CLDIBillings.org. Thank you guys so much. Thanks again for joining us for the podcast. And join us daily Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. for more Voices of Montana on local stations all across Montana.